Welcome back to the fourth and final installment of the four-part interview of Building Businesses and Investing in Real Estate featuring Jason Mattern. Make sure you stick around right to the very end for a very special message. Let's go. Welcome to the Russell Westcott Podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge, and skills that you need to start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Last segment here, Jay. Um, um, but but here we're going to wrap this up shortly. But you know, truly, we could. I honestly think this is just a start of some things that we can talk about. And I also think that there's some 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 steaks going to be put on a grill here very soon too. And and I Jason cooks a mean a mean steak on the barbecue. So. Jason, so you've been there, done that. You've done a whole bunch of things. You're, you've been an entrepreneur all your life. You, you're on your plan to get your portfolio free and clear. What's next for you? What's the next mountain that you are going to tackle? What's your next Stanley Cup that you're going to win? The next Stanley Cup, you know what, I think is probably twofold. Mm-hmm. I've got an eight-year-old boy who's going to be nine right away, and I've got a, a eleven-year-old daughter who are in sports. Who's going to be twenty? Who's going on twenty already? <laughs> holy cow! Uh, but you know what? They're in competitive sports, and that's probably going to consume probably a lot of my next five, six years mm-hmm. on one aspect. And the next aspect, I've got the asset base. I feel that I'm getting to the point where I have the home front taken care of, yep. right? And all I need to do is stay course and be regiment and manage these properties and upgrade and move the equity into newer ones mm-hmm. and and keep on is to probably, uh, you know, in the, in the business world a little bit, I see a lot of inefficiencies in the real estate industry. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I see a lot of people with mortgage rule changes, with the economic downturn, I see a lot of people that are not able to get into homes. And I think one of the, you know, challenges that I am going to uh, take upon is to try and help Albertans get into new homes. And we've got some ideas and some business planning behind that. So to answer your question, there's a new business model on the horizon. And whether that's the Stanley Cup or not remains to be seen. But it's, you know, again, that fire is burning in the belly and, it's just not time to relax yet. Like I said, I can't sit still well. And I don't know if that'll ever leave me, Russ. My family accepts me for who I am. And yeah. I never quit thinking, right? It's it's always... So the next phase is to make sure the kids turn out the way, you know, with good, good guidance. You're one of the best dads I know. Like, I just see the way, the way you, you know, you're, you're firm but fair, right? Is the best way I could say it. You know, the kids don't if they're they're out of line, they they know you don't bubble wrap them. Like sometimes people bubble wrap the kids, or their kids never do any wrong and things like that. But you're firm, but fair. But they're just such well-adjusted kids that are just fun to be around. So, but that's a direct reflection on you and Tracy on the way you guys bring up your kids. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's... And uh, and I firmly believe that you are going to you have some big plans. And I know you're you're being modest of sharing them, but you have some really big plans in the background of how you'd like to see some changes in the real estate industry, which maybe could be another conversation that we'll have. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, and also I've seen the business plan about how you're going to, you know, potentially help Albertans get into, into, into properties, how you're going to, essentially you're going to own the property and you're going to provide the financing in-house right. financing for people that are coming in. You know, if they come into a new home in a, into a show home environment and maybe they don't have all the money or, or just something's just missing for them to get in. 
potentially you could be a financing option for them. Well, that's the plan. Yep. And uh, like I say, it's it's something that, again, just happened organically. Yep. And just because of where I'm positioned in life in general, I see this not only from a tenant perspective, you know, from people renting our homes, yep. but I see it on the front lines, uh, you know, as a real estate agent, have a team of agents selling new homes too. Yep. It's something that needs to be addressed. And uh, you know what? I, uh, I'm up for the challenge. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens with it, right? And the only reason why you're able to really even tackle that and do that is because you've got the fortress built around the home base and around the, you know, for lack of better terms, the home, the portfolio of properties. You built a fortress around it and got a moat around it and protect it. And that's your first, the, the portfolio of real estate you have, right? When that's free and clear, then there's going to be, life will be, there's a, there's a completely diff different outlook on life with the free and clear portfolio. Yep, I think so. As I alluded to right in the beginning of our discussion here today, uh -huh. that's the first check mark is to make sure that home front, you know, fortress, uh, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, is taken care of. And, yeah. uh, and we're getting close. Dad time is getting more valuable and more in demand. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I want to be there for, you know what? And I know all the moms and dads out there know this, but I, I think you have such a short time to make an impression on your mm -hmm. child's life and actually get them because, you know, probably by the time they're 16 nowadays and they have their own steering papers, they're making decisions on their own. And yep. all I want to be able to do is teach my kids the flip side to every decision you make. There's risk, reward, consequence, pleasure to every decision you make and sometimes you just need to sleep on it yep. or sit back for the count of 10 and think about it before yep. you do something yeah and no different than how with your dad how impacted your life of watching how he interacted with with people at the gas station and the car washes and just how he treated the employees and always having the fridge stocked and all those kind of things those impacted your life and you're now doing the same with Jenna and Harry. And kids, they see these things, right? Yeah. Even though they might not, they, they see this stuff. Yeah. And it's who you show up. It makes all the difference of, with, with, especially with the family, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's teaching awareness, right? Yeah. You, uh, if I can relate it to sports, mm -hmm. right? And relate it to hockey, my absolute favorite sport. Yep. You have to know what you're going to do with the puck before you get it. Yep. And time is everything. And as you get through life, those time to make decisions sometimes shrinks mm -hmm. right and i mean it all happens uh i know having kids my life just went and got busy in the last especially five six years and i think it's just natural progression of life or business or whatever right. anyone's in you just shared something with me and, and i never did get the full story and i'm actually gonna see if we can get it on camera i'm not gonna mean to put you on the spot but you just shared that you your mom and dad had a milestone anniversary 50 yes. years so congratulations jack and della the most amazing people you'll ever meet in your life but you said there, it, it, it had a little bit of an impact on you going back and seeing that. What, share some of the insights that you had of having that with your mom and dad and having them go through that process. What impact did that have on you? Well, I think just seeing the moment, yeah. you know, and uh, recognizing the actual milestone that it actually is to be married for 50 years and still in love and mm -hmm. still wanting to be with, uh, yeah. with each other. And I think just, you know, uh, getting right back down to basics, it just probably put in perspective to me what I actually want in life. And mm -hmm. you know what? There's a lot of people out there that, yeah, I need $10 million or a hundred million, or I need a hundred doors. And that's great. I, I, you know, and you'll help them out and I'll help need. and I'll <laughs> gladly help them out. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, again, you know, you've heard me say this before, mm -hmm. 
you know, the time is the one thing that you don't get more of. And I've had some friends and family die suddenly in the last year on me. And it's just been a kind of a game changer for me to understand. And whether you have money or not, it's completely irrelevant. When you die, they dig the hole, they kick you in it and kick dirt on top of you, not kick you in it, but place you in it and kick dirt on top of you, (laughs) you know, and it's all done. And I think going to that anniversary, you know, and it's funny because, you know, everyone knows there's one gentleman that was in the room. Everyone knows he's the, the, the richest guy in the area by far. And you know what? He wasn't dressed like a hobo, but I mean, he was just there having fun and no one thought any different. Mm -hmm. And I think it just, you know, put it in perspective for me that I know what ground central is. I know what, you know, that, that, that first check mark is. Mm -hmm. And to me, I know what I want to do with life, with Mm -hmm. my time, you know, and I love quadding. I love going fishing. Uh, I love antique tractors and, you know, I've got some hobbies and anytime I get associated with that type of stuff, it's just I'm like a little kid in a candy yeah, shop again. You're a happy guy, Jason. <laughs> I hope you're okay if I share this. Jason sent me a picture, or it was on Facebook. Your first Facebook video ever. I learned how to do a Facebook first post, time yeah. ever with with big fat meat hooks like this yeah. pushing buttons is sometimes yeah. a, a thing. And uh, uh, Harry got his first antique tractor, and yeah. I couldn't tell if if Junior was more excited or if, if Papa was more excited about the tractor <laughs> that they got. Yeah, it's just you know that uh, old stuff in general. It's just yeah. so cool right? It's, uh, these were real big items back in the day, you know, and they're cool to, to, uh, to rejuvenate. Right. Yeah. But, uh, anyhow, that's what it boils down to us is, is that time family freedom of knowing how I want to spend my time. And I know how much money I need to do that. And God willing, I get blessed with a long, healthy life that Mm -hmm. I can do that because on this side, I'm getting prepared for that. I just need to get doing it now. Right. Well, I could go on and on, but I do have one last question I'm gonna I'm gonna leave with here in a second. But before I get to that, I just wanted to um I just wanted to acknowledge um I just wanted to say thank you. I am honored and I'm humbled to call you a friend. The one thing I can say about you, Jay, is no matter what has happened, you will always have my back. And I know you're that way with most people in your life. If that's the best way I can describe you, is you will always have people's back. And um, there's just something about you is that you're just, you're a good friend and you're got such a, a wisdom about you that I think we need to share a little bit more of you with more people. Uh, that's just my own personal opinion. And I'm, I'm truly touched to have you in my life. And I just want to honor Likewise. That. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So final message, what do you want to leave? My guiding principles in my life is an inspiration, encouragement, and come from a place of love. And I always like to leave at the last, and you can have the last word typically here if you want. What kind of inspiration would you leave with people that are maybe feeling a little bit stuck or maybe they, they're wanting to pull the trigger and get into real estate? What would be some of your sagely advice that you'd like to leave with people here on, as we sign off? Great question. Uh, I think just understand what you want and you know where real estate fits in your life. Right. Because if you know what you want to do with your life and that can be a car, that can be a boat, that can be an antique tractor, that can be a holiday. You know, it doesn't matter. But if you know and you know when you need it, real estate is a tool and an asset that will provide that for you. Right. And when you look and you understand that, we can kind of reverse engineer everything backwards with real estate. And it's so important 
everyone that you buy real estate that's going to match your lifestyle. I've seen it. You know, we're talking how many transactions and I've seen probably hundreds come back where it's been the opposite. They bought the wrong property and a year or two later, the husband and wife are fighting or they're, they've gone through a bad tenant situation and it's, mm -hmm. it's having emotional strife on their, on their family situation. And yep. this is not why we're doing this. This mm -hmm. is, this contributes to what we're doing as a family. Yeah. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be your life. It should fund it. It should fund it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And probably the, you know, one of your uh, sayings is shoot the puck, yeah. right? And just be aware. You have to be aware and you have to fly into every deal with your eyes wide open and make sure you look at every deal for a term of ownership. And if that's five years, 10 years, 15 years, Make sure you look at that property for that time period when you're buying it. You know what? Realize if you're buying an older property, you might need $7,000 in four years for that roof, mm -hmm. right? And just plan ahead. Don't be afraid to go for it, mm -hmm. right? Because you know what? One thing I guess my dad has always taught me, no one's going to do it for you, yeah. right? And just be accepting of the of the path. We have good days. We have bad days. And just understand that. You need to grow and you need to pass the test, yep. right? And every day above ground is a good day. Every day above ground is a good day, right? Yep. Especially days like this. Yes, couldn't have said it better myself. So we got some steaks to put on the barbecue. Yes, indeed. Maybe another, sorry sorry for saying, we maybe have another beer to crack here or, or two. Or two. Or yeah. two. Yeah. So Jason, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you thank very you. much. Yeah. All right, guys, stay tuned for the next interview. It's my good friend, Jason Matter. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now. Hey, so what did you think of that four-part interview series? What were some of your key takeaways? What were some of the biggest lessons that you learned? Did you maybe get a new, maybe this was the first time you heard the concept about owning properties free and clear, and maybe you're starting to look at your real estate portfolio through a new lens. Maybe you took some of the lessons that Jason's dad had taught him 30 plus years ago, and you're going to implement a few of those into your real estate business. Maybe new construction is something that will be of interest to you moving forward. Maybe you just got a, a new strategy or a new tactic or a new tip on how to handle those tough conversations. You know those conversations, the ones that you've been willing, that you just don't want to look at. The conversation that when you think about it, it just triggers you into just shutting you down. I have many of those conversations that I need to have that myself within my portfolio, within my business, even within family members. And you know what? It was just a fantastic refresher for myself that you just need to hit those things head on. You just need to deal with them because things like that only get worse over time. And this is, um, you know, over the course of your real estate investing career, this is an evolution, right? We are flawed people. We make mistakes, covering them up and not sharing those mistakes or not dealing with those mistakes, not trying to fix those mistakes, not forgiving yourself for those mistakes is actually where the biggest problem lies. So maybe there's a relationship or a business partnership or something that you need to have that conversation with, something you just need to clean up. I encourage you to probably just hit it head on, deal with it, because on the other side, there's something great waiting for you. And then did you also get some uh, very powerful lessons from some of the wake-up calls Jason had recently when we recorded this one a couple years ago? That life truly is short and it is truly fragile. So I hope you took some of those lessons to heart. Okay, gang. So before we transition here off to this into the next episodes of the podcast, what I wanted to just mention to you is 
if you are interested in investing in the Edmonton real estate marketplace. I know a lot of the people uh, who've been listening to my podcast have um, found Edmonton, have found Alberta, have found the virtues and found some of the incredible opportunities that are in the Edmonton marketplace. Now, don't take my word for it. You know, do your own homework. I'm seeing some of the uh, fundamentals line up that I haven't seen line up for better part of 15 years. So I believe, this is my personal opinion, is that the fundamentals are really starting to align for Edmonton to start another growth curve and you're getting in at a wonderful price point, you're able to cash flow to wait it out through the ups and the downs, there are fantastic opportunities. And what I'm making a commitment here as well is I'm going to be recording my working title at the moment is Why Alberta? Why Edmonton? Why now, if you will. Now, I know I've done a Why Edmonton presentation maybe a year or so ago. You would have found it on my podcast. Interesting to note if you actually go back and find that, and Jason and I did that recording, many of the predictions we made at that time are actually coming true. We talked about a new housing shortage. We talked about the the price increase. We talked about the lumber shortage, which is going to impact the new homes, which will then ripple out into the MLS. A lot of those things are starting to come true, and we made those predictions well over a year ago. And I honestly believe that that is just the start of great things to come for the Edmonton marketplace. So long story short, more resources are coming, more fact-based, database, economic fundamentals are really starting to align, and I'm going to present all those. So if you are interested, stay tuned on my podcast or YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you share it, make sure you check out that marketplace. So if you are interested in the Edmonton market, and you are interested in maybe getting a really good cash flowing property on the new construction variety, or if not, that's okay. Check out the link in the show notes below and click on that link, and that will take you to a page where you can fill in a little bit of information, and we can have a consultation to see if Edmonton is right for you to keep moving forward. Okay, gang? So I sure hope you enjoyed this four-part episode. There are so many more episodes to come, and you know what? We're only getting revved up. I just love going deep peeling the onion back, learning the stories behind the investment, learning the stories behind the strategies, and just getting to know the people a lot better as the investors. This is truly a human experience that we're on. So let's put a little bit of the human back into the real estate investor. Okay, game. So I sure hope you enjoyed it. And until the next time, remember, in every interaction you have with another human being, always leave them feeling inspired, encouraged, and always come from a place of love. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Russell Westcott Podcast. Before you run off, could you do us one final favor? Wherever you're listening to this episode, we encourage you to leave a review, share with your friends, and subscribe so you can receive the latest episode to keep you feeling inspired and encouraged for the entire week. Visit www.russellwestcott.com for more information, support resources, and upcoming speaking engagements near you. Bye for now. Bye for now.